Good afternoon. I'm Zach Collins with your KSM and KS95 sports updates. While dropping six straight games, the Griswold Tigers were able to haul in a key win to finish off the regular season after beating Essex 44-39. Tiger head coach Ryan Lockwood was proud of the defense's stronghold that his girls provided on the hardwood as they protected the basketball and were efficient on the offensive end. Yeah, it's great to, you know, in regular season on that note to, to go in to postseason play with some confidence there. Um, obviously, with getting that getting that win, you know, told the girls leading up to this, it's it's tough. It's the third time we, we've we seen Essex this year. It's, it's tough to beat a team three times in a season. And we know they're never going to give up. They're never going to make it an easy game. They're always going to play hard. And so we had, to, we had to play our game. We got into a little bit of a, a drought there. We couldn't get the shots to fall, but our defense really uh, helped us along. Our rebounding, we were, you know, being physical in there. They just really talked to each other and worked really well. So, you know, to be able to, to get that one, um, you know, they, they're always going to fight. They came back in, came back at us late there, and we really did a really good job of being disciplined, taking care of the ball, getting the ball in, you know, being able to run some clock off and still getting good looks uh, offensively. Leading on the night for the Tigers were Addison Adams and Amanda Hauser as they scored 20 and 10 points respectively. Carly Milken also helped out in the paint as she hauled in 11 boards. While these three led the way in the stat sheet, it was an all-around team effort for Griswold. We really did a great job as a team. We've really um, started to buckle into that team offense. You know, we're moving the ball a lot better, especially into zone. Um, moving the ball and looking for those those extra passes, for those really good rhythm shots, getting the ball inside and outside, and it's opened up a lot of opportunities for a lot of girls. Uh, but then those, you know, those those shooters are getting more rhythm shots. You know, they were always getting shots up. We're getting those shots in rhythm, so we're starting to knock them down. Uh, we had a lot of really, really good-looking shots from inside and outside that just rattled out, too. You know, we could have we could have definitely had a lot more of those fall. Um, but, you know, everyone was getting really good looks last night because of our ball movement and our, and our team concept. This Griswold team has earned the most regular season wins since the 2018-19 season when the Tigers went 15-8. and While they were short of the 15-win mark, the Tigers are continuing to grow as a program as Griswold heads in the right direction. We're getting a system going. Uh, we got buy-in from all the girls. You know, we, we graduate two very talented seniors, you know, when this season does come to a, a conclusion. But, you know, they're going to be tough to replace. But, you know, two out of 14, you know, the numbers are in our favor to, to keep this ball rolling in the right direction. The way we've grown top to bottom, um, we were able to bring, you know, five off the bench pretty regularly. And then those those next four are really close anyway. You know, there there's a lot of options there. We're starting to really get comfortable in our system. And, and you know, in year two, that's good to be able to really say, hey, we can start adding things in. You know, we can add defenses and we can add different offensive schemes and not ever worry about it taking too long to, to learn. So it's it's very, um, very encouraging and I'm, I'm excited to keep it rolling. Griswold will face off against Earlham in the first round of regional action, a team that has played some top competition all season in the West Central Activities Conference. If the Tigers can defend the Cardinals down low and push the tempo on offense, it will be a tight game. Yeah, you know, Earlham's a, a pretty talented team. Obviously, they play in a, in a pretty strong conference, too, so they, they've seen a lot of good basketball. Um, but I think it's something we can definitely handle. Um, they're a really good shooting team. And so I think defensively, I think we're just kind of more of the same. Let's just clean up a few of those things. You know, offensively, it's just making sure that, that we're seeing what they're going to be able to give us. Looking like playing man-to-man, -man, you know, we, we do pretty well moving the ball against man-to-man. -man, um, so we just need to get back into that, making sure we can get the ball across half court and, and full court pressure. And just 
relaxing the girls, being ready to play, doing doing more of the same. It's been working. We've been playing a lot closer games, and and like you said, you know, we've we've won a few, but we've also lost some close ones here as of recent. So there's not a lot we have to change. We just need to clean up a few things, take care of the ball a little better, and then just keep shooting with confidence, knocking those shots down. Griswold travels to Earlham tomorrow to battle the Cardinals with an opening tip-off at 7 p.m. ACGC surely wanted to end the season on a high note as the girls defeated Madrid 70-30 on Tuesday night. ACGC's talent sparked on the floor as Camden Richter, Emerson Van Meter, and Shay Lemke all put down double digits on the night while etching close to breaking some school records. I think it just shows the dedication and determination. I, like I talked about pregame, uh, of those four seniors, you know, they they put so much work in in the offseason and the last four years. I mean, they deserve to be able to enjoy it and play a great game. I mean, you, Emerson Van Meter hitting five threes. I mean, that's huge. I told her she didn't take one in the second half. I'm like, why aren't you shooting? I'm like, you already made five. You make two more, you got the school record. But, uh, you know, and, and then you just got the other three. They they play gritty and played hard, and this is the first game Macy's been back since Christmas break because she had a broken nose before. So um, it just it was special. It's a special group and a special team, and so it was great to get our regular season final on a win. Richter led in scoring with 17 points, 11 of which came in the first half of action, as she was a dominant force in the low post. Both Van Meter and Lemke each put down 16 points as our player of the game, Van Meter, knocked down a total of five threes in the night four of which came in the third quarter alone. Head coach Brad Bowler had nothing but positive remarks for his girls. Well, I mean, Shay's our leading scorer, and actually she leads us in points, assists, and I think she's second in steals. So right away, I mean, Shay does a lot for us. Right. And it's great to see her shot go in because recently it hasn't been as much, and she hit some pull-up jumpers, which we talked about. Um, and then Camp, she is just a monster down low, and once she gets going... She's strong and she has great touch. So when you got those two going and then any one of those seniors or any of those bench players contribute, really hard to stop. They, no, teams can't box and one us or right. triangle and two because, fine, if you're going to do that, well, you're leaving Emerson, Kelsey, Becca, somebody open for three that are good shooters. So we're real, we're, we're real well-rounded and just a solid team when it comes to balance. Looking at the other scores for ACGC, the Chargers also featured Kelsey Carlson with six points, while Reagan Carney was in the same department with five. Carly Kotsky knocked down five points, while Becca Littler and Stella Largent had three and two points, respectively. For Madrid, the Tigers featured both Claire Knudsen and Laura Eagleton with six points each, all of which came in the first half. Chloe Buck remained near her season average of four points. Samantha Springer, Lily Avalize, and Jillian Olmstead all finished with three points apiece. Both Brown and Grimm had two points, while Kokler knocked down a free throw. While finishing off the regular season of play, ACGC is not done yet, as they take on Woodward Granger in the second round of postseason action on Tuesday, February 13th. This game tonight only helps leap them forward into the postseason. Yeah, well, I think confidence-wise, especially in girls' basketball, if you have confident girls, good things happen. So... I'd hope we're all confident after how we played tonight. And then um, and then we can go and look at our film and see, like, defensively, how can we make it even better. So, um, And then we have a f- similar familiar opponent with Woodward Granger. You know, we know what they want to do. And so um, tightening those screws up and those little small details is going to be big moving forward. But, yeah, it was good to see uh, 
great offensive attack and defense pretty solid as well. ACGC finishes the regular season 15-5 and 5 and 11-4 in conference action, while Madrid finishes the regular season 5-16 and 2-13 and and in conference action as they both prepare for the postseason. And jumping into collegiate news, the Nebraska women's basketball team came out the intention to take home a win for Michigan as they beat the Wolverines 65-59 last night. Leading on the night for the Huskers was Alexis Markowski as she put down 18 points and came up just short of a double-double with 9 rebounds. She also shot an impressive 8 of 11 from the field while swiping away a steal. The Huskers currently sit at 15-8 overall with a 7-5 record in Big Ten action as a look to the weekend to take on number 2 Iowa at home for a 12 p.m. tip-off. The number 12 Iowa State men's basketball team came back from a tough loss against Baylor last weekend to earn a hard-fought win at Texas as they came out on top last night 70-65. This marked the first win in Austin for the Cyclones since 2015 and just the third win against Texas in ISU history. Milan Mancilovic led with 13 points and had 5 rebounds while he shot 4-9 from the field. Tame Ellipse was just a point behind with 12 points as Curtis Jones earned 11. Iowa State currently sits at 17-5 overall and 6-3 in Big 12 action. The Cyclones will return home as they look to stay undefeated when they take on TCU this Saturday, February 10th at 1 p.m. And speaking of Iowa State, with a successful season for Iowa State Volleyball, the Cyclones have extended head coach Chrissy Johnson-Lynch's contract through December 31, 2028. This will give her 23 total seasons with this new contract as the ISU head coach. In her time as head coach, she's led the Cyclones to a 370-201 record in her 19 seasons. The program had struggled before she took the helm as Iowa State was 13-167 in Big 12 action from 1996 to 2004. Coach Johnson Lynch said, quote, I am fortunate to work in one of the nation's best athletic departments and to live and raise a family and a community I love. I'm so excited for the next several years as we continue to make Iowa State one of the best places for volleyball in the country. For news, sports, and more, check out our website, at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Collins with this sports update.